is happening. Welcome to a slightly different weekly episode of That Tattoo Show. It's going to be a little bit more chilled out because my my friend, my buddy, my co-host Paul is slightly under the weather, right? And you've got to give him credit because he dragged himself out of bed. Of course I did. I couldn't miss this for the world. I wouldn't miss it for, for the world, guys. And me, obviously. But to make this for you. I'm not going to let you down, guys. You, you turn up every Sunday morning, it'd be rude of me not to. So here I am. I do feel a little bit under the weather, so uh, I apologise if uh, my voice sounds about... It feels like it's about an octave lower than it normally is. I'm sure it's not. But um, I'm, I'm not sure as it'll make it all the way to the end of this episode, so I'm going to try and talk as little as possible because I can kind of feel it falling apart as I'm speaking. <laughs> um, but enough, enough of my woes. Consequently... Because I've been a bit under the weather for the last couple of days, I've um, I haven't really had time to sort of prep anything. And I thought to myself, we've had a few weeks of quite information dense uh, episodes, and uh, as as much as I love doing them, and I know you guys love watching them, uh, occasionally it's just fun to let loose and have a bit of a moan and uh, do some proper tattoo stuff where we just sit around and moan about stuff because all tattooists love a little bit of that. So I think we've got a little bit of that coming up on the show for you, plus some news and um, and some comments and some bits and pieces. So I thought we'd um, we'd just sit and do something that we haven't done for a little while where we sit down uh, and have a laugh with no plan and just see where it goes. Uh, and we'll just see what happens too. So I've got no idea what I could tell you this episode's going to be about because I'm not entirely certain. I think it will probably feature aliens yes. and a bit of road rage. Yes. With all of that said, welcome to That Tattoo Show. This is a weekly Sunday podcast. We like to call it The Sunday Show because it forms part of uh, the That Tattoo Show YouTube channel. The Sunday show is what we put out as a podcast. So if you're listening to us on Spotify or any other of the multitude of streaming platforms that we're on, we're basically on all Everywhere. of them. Um, then this is only one of the pieces of content that we produce that you're listening to. If you head over to the YouTube channel, you'll find that there are, you know, machine and equipment reviews. There's some educational stuff. There's some thought-provoking stuff. There's some stupid stuff. Um, we don't make that into podcasts because it relies heavily on visuals. Yeah. Um, so what you listen to is what we uh, affectionately call the yes. Sunday show. And, uh, and I guess with that, welcome to that tattoo show. If Hello. you've been here for three years, like, like, a lot of you have, or if you've been here for three minutes, then, you know, you're equally as welcome and we appreciate every single one of you shiny bastards. And with that, it's time for the news. No, you have to go. You, I do Chris. Why am I even explaining this to him? I say Chris, you say no, yo bro, you, and you, I say you. what's in the news, mate. That's how it's worked for about oh, a yeah. year and a half. And I was bored of it a year and a half uh, ago. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a tradition now. <laughs> Go on, try again. I'm not really a traditionalist. Chris. Yo, bro. <laughs> See how softly I did that for you? Well, Kieran. I've even got my headphones. I've got my headphones. Kieran, like. What's in the news, mate? So in the news this week, there's not a lot because like, it's like Paul have said, we're going to be doing a bit more of a fun episode. But there was something in the news. Let me just get my interweb page up. Now, the Alliance of Professional Tattooers out in America have announced that they've got a course coming out. So the APT offers classroom and online training on safe tattooing. Many other technical classes are taught by member volunteers with a tenured experience in the tattoo trade. So 
imagine a infection prevention and control type course that is completely catered to tattooists and tattooing. Now, the courses, they've got one course. So the course starts with when you put your two Rolexes on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hopefully they'll tell them not to wear fucking Rolexes. This is when you put your Rolex on. foreshadowing yeah, there. Foreshadowing. So yeah, November the 14th. 2023 APT PDTT Zoom course. Uh, the seminar begins at 10 a.m. CST. Say that again. It's a, the APT what course? It's the APT PDTT Zoom course. The Alliance well, of Professional right, so let, me just, let me just stop you there. Pre- hang on, because hang somebody on. commented on... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Because this is... I, I will let you finish. Because somebody commented on what was sitting behind me the other week. Somebody went, hey, Paul, is that a helix sitting there, right? So I know there's a couple of guitar players out there. So just do it again. Listen to this and think of it like this. Think of it. This is an Ibanez model of a guitar because Ibanez are famous for this. This is the new Ibanez. A-P-T-P-D-T-T. That sounds exactly like a new Ibanez gem, doesn't it? That's what happens every year at NAMM. We've got the new Ibanez, A-P-T-P-T-D-D, fitted with A-Z-D-D-F-F-F-Z-Z-4 pickups. It's it's exactly like fucking... Why can't they just call the guitar Dave? That, that would be a good... We should make... That, we one's, should, that one's called Dirty Gertie, by the way. We should make a guitar you know, called Dave. But I named it... I, I give her that name, not uh, Ibanez. So for, <laughs> so for those of you who <laughs> don't know uh, or want to know what the PDTT means, it is the Prevention of Disease <laughs> Transmission in Tattooing. It's a seminar. No, it's not. It's a fucking Ibanez it's with Ibanez. Floyd Rose and two unbuckers. <laughs> I think it's a cool idea. Whatever it is, it's a cool idea. So basically, I think it's like $75 registration fee. Um, you pay that through PayPal. If you go on to the Safe Tattoos dot com website uh, all the info is on there and I, I i do actually like what they're doing with this like i mean they, they're starting to bring stuff to our industry which is you know kind of like a lot of the stuff that we've been fucking shouting about for ages like you know learn about information control. that's out there that is correct information made by the, the people that that really know what they're talking about um the, the the better it is for the industry like i i watch a lot of youtube stuff on stuff that I already know a lot about, yeah. And one of the and, and one of the things that I would say about that is, you know, I watch pro audio stuff where I'm watching it going, that's just flat out wrong. That's just not how you do that, you yeah. know. And then I watch some guitar um, tutorial stuff because I teach a little bit of guitar, and I'm like watching it going, no, that's that's actually incorrect, you yeah. Know? And and I I wonder then because I don't watch a lot of tattoo related content because as you can imagine I I do that shit for a living so it's um I, I don't really feel the need very often I'll watch the odd tutorial every now oh, and again me if too it's something what? that I just want to brush up on a bit but a lot of the time I bump into it and I go fucking hell no don't do that you're gonna hurt somebody but yeah you know and it's not only that it's like I think like there's a new trend now on Instagram where like I've seen a lot of people do it where they're kind of like putting up these posts where they're kind of like trying to educate the public on tattooing and, and like why you should do this, why you shouldn't do that. And I'm just fucking like, I'm sitting there and just going, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. Mm. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's fucking wrong. And then some of them, I'm just like, I'm like, who the fuck are you to give people fucking advice on, you know, safe tattooing when you're a, 
fucking wearing a Rolex or would you wear in a fucking other what other watch brands are available? You know, you wear you wear in a fucking Casio fucking watch or something, or or, or you're just wearing bracelets. You know, you, you're there. It's like somebody put it in the comments asking us about like um about like those straps that you can get now. Somebody's reinvented something that's already uh yeah been brought out and flopped. And it's like, you know, those wrist straps you can get for batteries. So you can wear your battery on your wrist instead of putting your battery mm. on your machine, which completely fucking takes away from the fucking idea of wireless tattooing because you're wired. You may as well just use a fucking power supply. But like that rant out of the way, if, you, if you're going to wear a fucking strap on your arm, this just, it's, you can't. It's you know a cross contamination hazard. Because somebody, somebody will definitely do this. You know them Louis Vuitton man bags? Yeah. Why not have your battery inside inside oh, your Louis Vuitton man Do, bag with, with a not. cable coming out? What? <laughs> even better. I've got one one fucking even better. Actually, let's, before we do that, let's put it. a fucking tattoo show logo on them and let's just make some tattoo show man bags to put we your could, batteries in. But I've got an even better idea. Let's go down the fucking route of like inadequate fucking in, uh, uh, infection and control procedures, right? I've just invented the next fucking game-changing product in the fucking tattoo industry. Do you know what? Do you want to know what it is? Go on then. It's an ultra-denim fucking apron, right? That has a built-in fucking holder for your batteries. Can you batteries. see where this episode's going? I can already tell where we're headed. No, but like, I'm know, surprised... I, strap yourselves in, get the kettle on. This is, this is going to go somewhere, this is. I can feel it coming. I'm surprised nobody's fucking thought about that. And, you know, because... And, like, mm. your common sense says, like, you wouldn't fucking come out with a denim fucking apron for tattooists to wear. Like, are you going to use a separate denim apron? I think the word absorbent, you know, the word, the word absorbent. They need might, to be absorbing know, some becomes, fucking I don't know. information and some... <coughs> absorb some knowledge, yeah, Knowledge man. is power, as they say. You know? Knowledge <laughs> is power. But, um... How about Batman-style utility belt or a bandolier? <gasps> you know, them things that you put on with, with like, with the uh, shotgun cartridges in. Maybe you could have multiple batteries. You could turn them into, like, an array and you could have infinite battery power for all your devices. You could power your iPod or your iPad. You could power your lights off of it. You could power your machine and you would be, like, just a walking bandolier of batteries. Maybe we should do that instead. We're not taking the piss out of you. It's just, like, wrist straps. I, I love the idea of a wrist strap in principle because, in principle, on paper, it works brilliantly. It's a great idea. You've got a little short cable. Great idea. But actually, in all honesty, what Chris is saying, when you go, yeah, but it's a trap for bacteria, it's a terrible idea, yeah. it actually is a fucking do, do terrible one idea. Of, do you know, you know one, one of the reasons why I think it flopped as well when they did try it in the past, and this is just from you know speaking to tattoos who tried it, if you've got a fucking tattoo machine that's plugged to a fucking cable and plugged into a power supply, when you finish your tattoo session or you want to go have a break, right, you put it down and you fucking walk away. And so many tattooists forgot that it's strapped to their wrist that they fucking put it down, walk away, the fucking machine fall comes off the cable, it falls on the floor and breaks your machine. That's... I've got a better idea. Do you know what, Nick, what you need? You need an Iron Man-style gauntlet with a battery built into it, with the tattoo machine fitted, that you you could just just flies towards you and assembles all around your hands fucking, like that, I, with it already made in your hands inside. Like can we just man. fucking employ like Tony cheap, cheap labour <laughs> to fucking have somebody have a I butler, think, a, a power I don't supply? Think we've got the budget for a power Tony supply Stark. butler. That's the one. You can rent a man or a woman or they or them. No, no, you don't need a you don't need a butler. Just get your apprentice to do it. That's what uh, they're they there just for. stand it. Walk around behind you holding a battery. Can you imagine that as an advert? Fucking hell, you'd be like, 
new, improved. It's like, are you sick of fucking using batteries on your machine, which is their intended purpose? Do you want the convenience of not having any weight on your tattoo machine? Then try the battery butler. <laughs> Do you mean? Fucking brilliant. We should, when, when we get a bit of time, we should make some fucking adverts for these products that we guarantee will fail. We'll just make some fucking for ads the national, for them. You know, it would be like, it'd be really like for as little as the national minimum wage, you can employ one of our battery butlers to stand next to you all day long holding your battery in their hand while you tattoo away in the comfort of not worrying about any weight other than the RCA cable that's on your machine. While I think about Dick it, so you, you can see why I'm smiling because it's running through my head. Um, there's a video, it's been around, must have been around 20 years now, so it's an old video, but there's a, a um, there's a thing that happens in graphic design. You make, you, you put all your effort into it and the first thing the client always says is, can you make the logo a bit bigger? So somebody actually made a spoof advert for make the logo bigger, Kareem. So you just rubbed yeah. it on the screen and it instantly made the logo bigger on your website and everything. Is your designer rubbish? Does he put a tiny little logo in the right-hand corner of your advert? Make the logo bigger, Cream. And it's just, that advert is just running in my head. You can probably find it on YouTube. Just put in make the logo bigger, Cream. You, you could do you'll that, see, right? You could, see what I mean. you, you, It's a fake ad. You could do that with like, uh, is your, did your tattooist put your tattoo on the wrong way? Or did they put it on the right <laughs> way? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's for me, Cream. Check out our new tested. It's just for me, Cream. Do you like boats? Do they have hoes? No. Didn't get that just, joke, you know, did you? Boats. Do you fucking you know, step boats. No, I didn't get it at all. Do the Will Ferrell movie? No, I, I, I've never seen that movie. Boats it's got Will holes. Ferrell in it. I've never seen a Will Ferrell movie in my life. I don't watch Will Ferrell movies. That's not why funny. you should Sorry, never. Will, but you're not funny. So you, can't, you can't trust Paul's opinion now because he's never seen it. He's not funny. So what, what's the crack with boats? So do you like boats? Well, I'm not against boats. Right, do you like, like tattoos? I wouldn't fucking go and buy one. Right? Do you like tattoos? Yeah. How do you feel about combining boats and tattoos into a tattoo cruise on the 6th of May to the 11th of May, 2024. What, are we going? Oh, we fuck, I can't swim. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere on a boat. You're having a laugh. Uh, tattoo cruise is happening from the 6th of May to the 11th of May my, on Mind Shift 4, I think is the name of the boat, I hope. Uh, it says here uh, on the website, which I will put uh, like in here somewhere, you know, um, Vacation exper- tattoo cruise. Vacation experiences are memories for eternity, and so are tattoos, especially when they are created on board the Mind Shift fleet in a tattoo studio. For four years, it has been a highlight for many guests to get tattooed during their trip. Now comes the next logical step: Europe's first floating tattoo convention on a cruise ship. So that's happening. Um, it's tattoo-cruise.de forward slash en forward slash if English is your uh, language. Uh, and you can go and take a look at it there. Uh, it's a tattoo convention on a boat at sea. Sailing about. What do you think of that then? Uh, in- interesting. Obviously, it's copying off like the idea of like world famous having the fucking tattoo shop. Well, I w- because they say it's been going on for four years, I wonder if it's the same boat that World Famous has been on, because that's got to have been going on for about four years. Now, wasn't there's a virgin boat? Yeah, virgin like boat. So what, you go from Dover to some weird know. name that I can't pronounce? No, I think, I think you're going from Germany somewhere. It's Dover to Bremerhaven to Rotterdam to Dover or some shit. I don't fucking know. 
Oh, to be fair, yeah. I, I, I so don't know if I in, in conjunction with World Cup, World Cup tattoo cruise. I, I don't um, think I could handle being stuck on a boat for five days with just other tattoos. Yeah, they got like, bands playing and all that sort of stuff. I, I wouldn't fancy the seasickness. Do you get seasickness on them big I don't boats? Because do. they don't move too much in the sea. <laughs> you probably they? get like, if they've they got like, around. you know, petrol ladies playing like fucking seven times a day, five days a week, you get sick of that before you get seasick. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, sounds like a lot of fun it, it uh, for like the fun. people that enjoy boats and tattooing. I only enjoy tattooing. I don't enjoy boats. Thank you very much. Yeah. You know, so it's as simple as that. You got any other tat- uh, tattoo-related news? No, nothing. No tattoo-related news. <coughs> okay, I've got one piece of non-tattoo-related news. Uh, no, Extreme, I do have, I do the rock have, band, have uh, announced their 2024 US tour. Uh, which I was excited to see because uh, my wife Karen is a big Extreme fan. Well, I was so I will be going to see them. Uh, I do like them. I'm not a huge fan of theirs, but what I was excited to see was that Support Band are going to be one of my favourite bands, Living Colour. Ooh! Over the last two months, there's been a shit ton of alien stuff in the news. Like fucking, it's oh, everywhere. Fucking hell, here we go. Get your tin foil hats out. We're back on yeah, the fucking aliens. Aliens are coming. Aliens are coming. Like, I'm, I'm quite excited to see what they look like. But anyway, I found today that on the mails online, mails on the mail online. <laughs> fucking hell, this is a ro- train wreck. In case you don't know, the uh, the mail is the Daily Mail. It's an English newspaper. Yeah, Use, yeah I wouldn't. I, I never normally read it, but it pops up every now and on Facebook. So what they've said is that an alien bodies with three fingered hands, unknown DNA, and eggs inside have been presented by UFO experts at Mexican Congress, with the non-humans found in Peru said to be one thousand years old. Uh, so this says the, the, the man who's led the investigations into the alien phenomena for decades stood with scientists to unveil two corpses in what he called a watershed event in front of Mexican Congress on Tuesday. Uh, the researchers made the extra, extraordinary claim, claim, I need a drink, I do, my mouth's getting all dry, <laughs> that the corpses presented in the window in the windowed boxes and supposedly re- recovered from uh, Peru were not part of our terrestrial evolution, uh, with thirty percent of their genetic composition still unknown, according to Mexican media. So that's the first one, and yeah, it's like it looks these a bit pictures like it might of like be the Turing shroud to me. That does. Uh, so that that's the other one, uh, and the other the other bit of news now. Following from that, it popped up that a huge breakthrough in the search for aliens. NASA discovers a super Earth exoplanet that could have the right conditions to support life. And what they're saying is scientists have made an exciting and potentially groundbreaking discovery in the search for alien life after detecting signs of a gas produced only by living organisms on a distant water planet. Aliens are coming. I reckon they look like us, I do, to be honest. The one thing that bugs me absolutely more than anything else in the world at the moment because I've now for the first time in 15 years uh, I mm. can't walk to work because I'm I bought a house recently and I've, I've moved to a different town so I have to drive to work every day and I have to go uh, because you know I live in, in uh, quite a rural area but there's lots of like motorways everywhere I have to, the quickest way to get from one place to another is to go one junction on a motorway in the UK called the M42, right? So I have to go one junction, right? And 
I find myself sitting on this motorway. Now, the way English motorways work <gasps> is there are there is only one lane on an English motorway, and there are two overtaking lanes, right? So we drive on the left-hand side of the road, which is the correct side to drive on. Um, actually comes from uh, jousting is the reason that we... Um, that we drive on that side of the road because if you were jousting, you could hold your fucking jousting yeah. stick there, and then that's why we, you know, that's why we do because everybody was right-handed because they killed all the left-handed people, you know, put them in the ducking pond and all that. So what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to drive in the driving lane, the one lane, and then when you need to overtake a vehicle, you go into one of the two overtaking lanes, right? The outside lane being the, you know, being the faster of the two lanes. But if you just want to get around something, and you're supposed well, to return on, to I the just, driving lane. Wait, wait, wait. The, yeah. the, there's no faster lane. All the lanes are the same speed. Well, yeah, but generally, but it's generally accepted. The middle that, lane, you know. Yeah, we, we call it the faster lane, but it's like the middle lane is for like Arctic trucks to overtake. Yeah. And then and the, the furthest lane is for cars. Yeah. yeah. So what would appear to be happening now in the UK is that everybody has decided to drive in the middle lane of the motorway for the entire journey. So and now if there are three lanes and you're trying to get onto the motorway, but there are 20 cars all driving on the middle lane, you can't get round them to overtake them. So you either drive alongside yeah, them or you break around, the law and overtake them on because you're not supposed to overtake vehicles on the on undertaking cars. It's not allowed. But you can't get round them. And if you do get round them, and then you come to your junk your junction to get off and you want to get to the off ramp, right? Uh the slip road we call it, right? You can't get there because there are tw yeah. twenty cars. And some days it's like playing fucking Frogger with your car. You know. Because there's always a Kia Picanto. It's just like a whole load of Kia Picantos and Teslas all doing 65 miles an hour in the middle lane everywhere they go. Fucking do I do? Middle lane has just fucking, fucking move do over. Do it's I find myself doing it in the past. Fuck I'm like, sake. I want to fucking overtake them, but I'm like, I'm out of principle. I'm like, you fucking get in the right lane. Uh, so what I found... I've been doing a lot of is I fucking drive fucking next to them and I've just like fucking I just, move. I, I've give up. I just drive. I drive on the inside line now, and I just I, like the other day I was driving into work and I had to undertake twelve cars. They, they get fucking done for that, can't they? All just following each other in the middle line. Well, they can now. Apparently, I wish somebody would start. Um, I wish somebody would start um, enforcing that particular rule. And that this week. Uh, in this impromptu feature in the show is the thing that grips my shit this week. That's that's my submission to what grips your, what grips your in shit. in the tattoo industry, right? That What's fucking yours, tattoo Chris? wearing fucking long sleeve. I'm only saying this, right? Because, let me start. I'm only saying this because just before we come on, I was flicking through fucking uh, Facebook and Instagram because I had a lot of time to kill because somebody was in bed. I've literally <laughs> still got my pajamas on underneath. This it's not, day. it's not just the people that are doing it, right? It's the fucking brands. It's like you see the amount of videos I seen shared by big fucking companies in the tattoo industry. And it's like their fucking protein artists or just any tattooist has tagged them. And the fuckers are there with long sleeve fucking tops on leaning against the tattoo fucking watches, bracelets all fucking you know in where the fucking tattoos happening and i'm just like that's just fucking wrong 
And the bit that grips my shit, right? So I've, on, right I've there, got right a there. wider question. But the oh, the bit on. that grips my shit the most, right, is that these companies that fucking make the products for us to use should know more about fucking tattooing. They should know more about infection control. And they should know that they shouldn't be fucking sharing those things because it sets a bad example to the tattoo industry. It lets other people fucking think that it's fucking okay to tattoo somebody in a fucking shell suit, right? With your fucking sleeves. Like, you know when people tuck their fucking tracksuit bottoms into their socks? You get fucking tucking, tucking their fucking tracksuit bottoms into their fucking yeah, gloves yeah. next. Like they do with their socks, like... It's fucking dicks. So I've so I've got a wider question about that then because I I agree with you about that. But do you think that that's because as we move into an, an era of tattooing, like we've we've said before on this show, there are um, there are tattoo studios now. It's common now for the most senior artist in the studio to have been working for three years. Stupid, you know, and everybody else is you know less than that. But also, it used to be that uh, tattoo media yeah. was run by people that were around the industry for years, had a working understanding of the industry. Sometimes it was always set up by uh, people that were part of the industry, right? Yeah. So as we move to a time when um, people are coming into this industry to set up businesses that have not come up through the industry, we're arriving at a point where you've got magazines and conventions promoting uh, tattooists, you know, who, uh, you know, use bad practice for their, yeah. in their work, you know, you know, bad infection prevention and control practices, uh, use things like mid-journey to make fake stuff that, um, that they clearly no, no, can't tattoo. Oh, okay, so and no, but hang on, but nobody can tell the difference with this. But the problem is nobody's doing this out of malice. They're doing this out of ignorance. So you've got brands yeah. promoting things ignorantly, not knowing. It'd be like, let me use a really simple example. A tattoo artist tattoos without a clipcord sleeve. A company, give him a tattoo machine, or her, uh, and then take a photograph of that tattooist tattooing with no clipcord sleeve. And then it goes onto the internet. People like you and me look yeah. at it and go, where's the clipcord sleeve? Right. Oh, I didn't know you needed one. Now, now that's something I've actually witnessed happening on a Saturday at a convention that will remain, remain yeah. nameless that was full of big name artists and there was an artist sitting opposite me all, all day Saturday, never put a clipcord sleeve on his clipcord. I see people do all the time, on, it's on clipcord, fucking right? infuriating. And somebody from the convention had to come round and explain to him, this is a professional artist, good enough to get into a big name convention, that that you have to use a clipcord sleeve because yeah. so many artists But do you know what I think it is though? I think a lot of it is like, you know, it's, you've got companies have become so big now that they just employ people to run their social media that have fucking zero knowledge about tattooing. No, I'm all about like the online... I don't think it's that they... I don't think it's that they employ people. Yeah, I think well, they, they, I think there's the that as well. The companies don't know what they're talking about because they've, they're coming into it with no knowledge of the industry. And I don't, like I say, I don't think they're doing it it's out just of they don't fucking know. or, you know, to bring the industry down or anything. I think it's born out of absolute ignorance. Yeah. Because, and it's like the, the tattoo artists, like I've told you before, I've seen somebody cling fucking film a stupid. table and then stand on it in their shoes to put their banner on at a convention. That's not done out of malice. 
That's done out of complete ignorance because they've never been taught to do that. Because the person that taught them that hadn't finished That's learning common how to sense tattoo, though, I it? think it's common sense, but it might not be. Is it though, or is it? Because after a while, when you've been tattooing as long as we have, it feels like common sense, but you don't know if it is or whether would you have thought of that when you first started tattooing? I'd like to think I would have, but maybe this is something that does have to be taught and it gets forgotten about. And then before you know it, you've got people not taking their gloves off to go and have a piss <laughs> because they don't know not to, you know what I mean? Or picking, you know, oh, I need another bottle of ink and oh, just leaving their gloves on and grabbing it and doing it. Me. I mean, I'd vomit. If I saw somebody do that, I'd, I'd, I'd actually puke in my mouth. I'd be like, oh my God. Like, do you know what I mean? It, that would freak me out. So we've got a, a phrase now that before there was pro tools, there was pros, right? Uh, and that's kind of what's happened in the world of music now is that, you know, your your average record producer is somebody that just presses a load of presets. Yeah. And it used to be that your record producer was somebody that would knew what microphones did what and all that sort of stuff. And that's not really... And what's happened, this is what worries me, is that what's happened in the world of music is that the knowledge of how to record music and how to make music sound really good has gone from selecting the correct microphone, finding the yeah. right room and putting it down to just going through a list of presets until you go, oh, that sounds good. Uh, and I think that, you know, there is a danger with the way tattoo moves forward that we just go through a load of like, in Photoshop, a load of like tattoo preset colour versions yeah. of like, you know, just add tattoo colour or something like this. And it becomes this... So the, the actual skills of drawing and making your own artwork get a little bit lost in the world of tattooing f for ease of use and yeah, how but, can but, I just make awesome tattoo art really quickly? You know, how much AI will take over our cameras, you know, uh, to the point where you don't need any camera everything. skills anymore. You just literally turn it on and it configures everything itself. You know what I mean? Which is pretty much what's happening in your phone at the moment. And I think the danger for tattooing is that we end up with... As the, as, the, the, as the tools take over and get better and better, the actual knowledge and, and craftsmanship yeah. of the individuals goes down and down. So you end up you end up with people that not through any malice or any, any fault with their own, yeah. just haven't been taught any of that stuff. It's like you think about it like this. How many people that have been working in tattooing over the last 10 years could build a tattoo, a coil tattoo machine and tune it and run it from scratch and do a tattoo today. How many people could make a needle in a jig, put enough needles in a jig, solder them up? To be fair, I, I couldn't make a needle. I never got taught how to make needles. I know I couldn't do it, but I would like but to give it a But you see what I mean? Like, so, but what happens then is, how many? if you take that further, how many yeah. people then no longer understand infection prevention and control? How many people no longer... And, you know, understand how ink works or what, what colours will work with what other colours. You know, they just use a preset in something like Photoshop or Procreate to go pick colours for tattoo. And, you know, they, they just get them bottles out and they fill them in. And you, you, you end up yeah. with a load of people that don't have the art skills that that they used to need because they don't need them anymore. It's like musicians now. They don't... You can be a musician and have an album in the Billboard Hot 100... And no, not know the first fucking thing about music, right? Now, it used to be in the, as, as, as a short a period of time ago as the 90s, if you wanted to be a session player, you had to be able to fucking sight read. Like walking, put, somebody puts a, the chart in front of you and you've got to be able yeah, to play yeah. it. Like they're, they're going to just fucking count it off and you better, you better be on the part, right? Now, 
I wonder how many musicians are left that are not from that era. How many modern they musicians, yeah, if they were I, given I get what a you're chart, saying, yeah. would even know what the fuck it was? So I, I wonder if that's if that's it's if the, what it's we're talking of, about. You know what you're talking about is it's a symptom of the tools. loss of knowledge through ignorance. Yeah, before there was Pro Tools, there was pros. And yeah. I think that's what you're going to end up with. with like, before there was all this stuff to to, uh, to do stuff for you, there were people that just figured it out and did it yeah. for themselves. One thing, one thing though, that- uh, one thing I will say, right, is like on the topic of AI, like I do, like I, uh, there's definitely a purpose for it. Like say, for example, like I had a client that wanted a realistic Phoenix, like they don't fucking exist. Like the only reference you're going to get is from movies like Harry Potter and shit like that. So like, so for that one, I was like, I, I used mid journey, then got like loads of different pictures of yeah. like, I typed the prompt in, got loads of different pictures. And from that, I photoshopped yeah. them together. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not against AI. I'm not against tech at all. But I think that the problem with a lot of the time, when, the, when a new technology comes out, the first place that it's used is to take the place of talent. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's the first thing it does. It, it's, it replaces the actual people with the talent because the people who don't have that yeah. talent want to be those people. And they, they just use the tech to make up the difference. Um, so that always happens. So you, you always get an influx of people that are just trying to use the tech to do the thing that the, the, the people with the actual skill set do. Um, and so what I do is I tend to ignore it to start with because the mm. birth of digital recording was fucking awful. It was it was dreadful. It's amazing now. It's absolutely fucking incredible now that it's matured. But realistically, what it's become is is a tape machine, right? It's, it's just a, a fancy I seen tape a, I seen a thing where like some band they they made their first album in their bedroom, uh, and it fucking become a hit. Got a record deal. Fucking record label paid for them to go to a proper recording studio, record the fucking album, the the second album there. They spent like all day in the recording studio and were like, yeah, fuck it, we're not getting the song we want. Went upstairs into the bedroom of the the recording studio, hotel, whatever. Fuck it, MacBook Pro, bang, recorded their album in their bedroom. Yeah, record the album there. You know, I think it's amazing, but... I think you have to let the technology mature, you know. Now, unfortunately, because it's an art-based technology, it's affecting our industry. Oh, Um, yeah. But all these people will get caught out very quickly. But I think during the course of that, like, the actual... There's a danger that the actual quality of the artist's knowledge... Not the artist, because I think the artists are, are, are fucking pretty good, the ones that are doing it for real. But the quality of their training... And the quality of their knowledge is becoming diminished, not through their own fault, but because the people that are teaching yeah. them are, are, it gets progressively more ignorant and lazy. Uh, and I think that that becomes a problem. And the you know the the ultimate goal of that is to take the education out of tattoo studios and put it into educational establishments, which is I think is the ultimate goal. That will be the ultimate end: is that people will go. Tattoo studios are not the place to learn how to tattoo. You need a you need a tattoo school. It's as simple. Yeah, as- but it needs to be something that it, it, it needs to be something that like like that where we actually have a central fucking body, uh, a cohesive central body for tattooists that involves people from the tattoo industry to come up with a curriculum. Yeah, we need those. We need those people that sound like an Ibanez guitar model to do it. We need something like that. In we need something like that worldwide for for everybody, and then we could all start kind of putting it together and, and talking about I, I it. I think like it should, the, 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 I, I think, I, th- I think the Association for Professional Tattoos should be an should international be thing. Should be worldwide. 
So with that, this has been That Tattoo Show. I've been Paul. And I have been Chris. And we'll see you next week. Tell the lawyer, tell the judge, tell the priest. Uh, tell uh, my head <laughs> to stop pounding and, and go to sleep. And, um, and with that, hopefully I'll be feeling better next week. And uh, I'll see you there. If not, you can all have a nice funeral for me because I'll have died. No! Uh, <laughs> and then I'll be on my own. I'll have to get like a doll then, like a Paul doll. No, we just have me stuffed in taxidermies and just put, hey, yeah. you'd have to just take a few sound clips from old shows and I'll we'll just insert Fact, them I in. just use AI, like. <laughs> and with that, we'll see you next week, guys. Take care. <laughs>